It's January 20th, 2021, and this is Diz Podopolis, where we talk about Disneyland, Walt Disney World, and everything in between. A dream is a wish your heart makes when you're fast asleep in dreams. Well, welcome to another episode of Diz Podopolis. And this is episode 41. Fiona, what are you doing? You, you tied your throat. All of a sudden. Oh, I got all tongue twisted before we started. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, that happens to me every now and then I do. I get a little tongue tied, but that's okay. All right, Fiona, you want to say hi to everybody out there? Worst entertainment experience there is. Okay, what's that in reference to? Elias. Everything he says. (laughs) He just thinks top of entertainment is bad. Oh, oh, okay. Well, Elias is going through. He's moving from the children's shows into the preteen shows. So he's kind of. But still the cartoons. Right. But he, he's less. He's Yeah. So he's not liking a lot of the baby shows now. Yes. Don't worry. Yeah. This is really the, stressing the, the, out. <laughs> and, and just like and just the single Disney movies. The single Disney movies? First Disney movies, not like part two or part three. Okay. okay. But if they're Pixar, that's all right. Okay. All right. <laughs> yes, yes. He will He will sit down and watch the, um, what was the, the major animation features presented by Disney and well, Pixar. Yeah. Because, because like I, I kind of said to myself, oh, oh, the truth is he's telling that half of Disney is trash and... No, 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 no. He, that's not what he's saying. We're having a moment of therapy with Fiona. So he is just, his tastes in entertainment are changing. Sure. And he's a little confused because you watch shows that he doesn't want to watch anymore. And he thinks that are only appropriate for younger kids, but he doesn't understand why you watch them because he's not mature enough yet to understand the process. Oh yeah. And obviously I am afraid that, to turn on any, any anything anything like a vintage cartoon that was made from the 80s oh well some of those aren't the best production quality <laughs> i mean they're all right i think it's it's just he's just figuring out the humor of them yeah they're a little bit different yes all right did you say hi to everybody yes i did oh okay <laughs> that's a side <laughs> I'll say hi real quick too. Oh. Hi, hi to my mom and aunt Dolores, and thank you to everybody for tuning in and listening to us today. We are excited that you're joining us. Mixture of the worst fear experience we ever had. Oh jeez. <laughs> and I'm Colleen. Thanks for joining us today. And I want to say uh, hello to my mom and Aunt Lynette. Yeah, but that's what I, that's what we get for 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 quarantine. You never know, gonna know what you're watching on TV. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. So everyone is really aware of what everybody else is doing when there's five people stuck in a house. Yes. And sometimes we get a little bit judgy on what other people are doing because there's nothing else. There's nowhere to put those thoughts except for out into the open. Mm, it's just there's just not that much room for for me. Oh, I think you have plenty of room. Well, yeah. You're okay. Not that much room for good life. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you, you've made room. You've figured it out. You've worked around the system. You have a nice little setup so you can watch what you need to watch in, in private, right? Yes. Yeah, so you can watch your gummy bears and you can watch... Well, you're, you're watching Clone Wars and we were just talking yes, about that Yes, which is preteen related. Yes. And Ryan, you've been watching that too. Yes, I and I've been enjoying it. Right, because you were talking about like the, there's the Mandalorian ties off that I kind of knew because everyone you know spread it across the social media of the, of the ties, and everyone was I think was pretty happy with those decisions they were making. But I'd never I've never seen Clone Wars, so. Well, yeah, it was kind of like, I know before Star Wars is Disney, it was kind of the Cartoon Network tie. So it wasn't, it wasn't like your perfect era to watch that show. Okay. I'm yeah, assuming. Yeah, something new. But I think that was pretty well it, um, accepted by critics and fans alike, the Clone Wars. I think that was a big hit. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's where uh, Dave Filoni uh, really got started with the Star Wars universe. Um, or became big in the Star Wars universe was the Clone Wars. Oh, okay. And he was one of the big creators for Mandalorian. Oh, fun. Well, that makes yeah. so much sense then. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of the characters that we're getting right now, like uh, Ahsoka Tano, uh-huh. um, he, that's a Dave Filoni character from the Clone Wars. And um, same thing with um, Bo-Katan, also came from Clone Wars. Um, and then if you are, if you've been to the, which you guys have, if you've been to uh, Galaxy's Edge, um, Hondo Anaka. Yes. I think I said his name. He's also from the Clone Wars. Oh, cool. Yeah. So those are all Dave Filoni characters. In fact, they're kind of calling the latest version of, or some of this new stuff that's coming on Star Wars, the, the Filoni-verse. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, we're in the Filoni-verse. It's kind of been something that's been thrown around the interwebs and podcasts and different things, yeah. So therefore, that's why I'm going back and watching it. All right, so you're saying it's the, what'd you say, universe? The Filoni-verse. The Filoni-verse. Oh, I like that. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. That works. (laughs) So that's kind of fun. Fiona, how are you liking it? Liking it? Well, I just, I pretty much just started, started, Ah. because... My cancellation for, for watching it is a big animation project. I I think I I I do think the show. I was seeing it give out a lot a lot of Yoda experience. Really, a lot like, of Yoda. He's kind of a general in that show. Oh okay. All right. Are we ready for our question? Uh yeah. This okay. is what's real topic. So sorry. yeah. So off the Mandalorian, off the Clone Wars, off. Your brother's preferences in television shows. Yeah. <laughs> back to the parks. So we're going back to the parks today to kind of finish our conversation that we started in episode 40. Yeah. So we're going to talk a lot today about the Epcot and the Festival 41. of the Holidays. 
The food. Uh-huh. Whatever looks tasty on the menu. Yeah. So what's our question? What was your fa- favorite food you tried or what you wished to try? Wish to try? Yes. So sometimes, you know, when we go to these festivals, we're kind of limited of what we can try because we have five people and five people going in five different directions. So we're not this harmonious family that always wants to go to the same place. I've never met one of those families, but <laughs> that is us too. So we kind of have to uh, make sacrifices so we don't get to try everything and do everything. And we kind of get to pick and choose what we want to do. So today we're going to talk about maybe something we tried that we enjoyed or something we wish we had tried to, to and enjoyed. All right, Fiona, do you want to go first? Mm-hmm. So at the Holiday Hearth, which was located actually inside the uh, World Showplace Events Pavilion, which I I'd never been inside before, so that was pretty but cool. But I've seen a couple of YouTubers and Instagrammers have. Right, right, and you know they're not having. They didn't. Well, I guess they did, but they weren't really having a lot of their special ticketed events this time and so a lot of it was just more open for everything for the public like the world showplace events pavilion so inside there was the festival favorites uh prost which is you know a beer thing and the holiday hearth so those were the three little booths they had inside along one wall where you could wait in line to order food and beverages and desserts you want to talk about what you wish you had tried or what you had tried i tried the peppermint bark bark mm-hmm. i think that was actually my favorite it was probably the the ch- most chocolatey one yeah, yeah for sure and in in france it was like it was like the ha- the harf log m- m- moose inner moose so it's dish. a boucha de noel au caramel so it's the Christmas log with chocolate cake and dark chocolate caramel ganache. Which is like, every time you eat it, fudge, 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 fudge. Yes. Oh, yeah. It was really good. Really good. I think we talked about last time. Yeah, that dark, it ha- I guess it's dark chocolate caramel ganache, but all I tasted was like the dark chocolate yumminess. I think there was some caramel rolled up inside of it. So the dark chocolate was separate from the caramel. And I really thought that was wonderful. That sounds lovely because I like both dark chocolate and caramel. Yes, right. And it, and I like it when it's heavier on the dark chocolate side than the caramel side. <laughs> so <laughs> and that fit the bill, fit the bill very well. And what I wish to try was a, is the berry teaser. It, 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 it looks, it actually looks a lot like a salad, but, <laughs> but it's called the, Moose Church Crunch Crunch with <laughs> guarding the, the the sables and church the sables and church. Yeah. So in Fiona's world, if it looks like a salad or looks like a fruit salad, then it is equal to the vegetables and the fruits that you would get normally, even though it's chocolate and pretzels and popcorn. As far as she's concerned, that's equal across the board, and she's. <laughs> Fit her bill for the vegetables for the day. Yeah. I, I, I just I just think, oh, that would be a great snack to snack in school. Yes. Well, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Who wouldn't want M&M's, chocolate-covered pretzels, and popcorn? 
You know, I know you don't see me really try the the color pop popcorn a lot. Mm-hmm. That's usually just sugar. Well, yeah, not not like salty. Mm-hmm. I like stuff that's salty and cheesy. Yep. All right, Ryan. How about your turn now? Well, let's see. If I got if if I went, there's a couple things I'd like to try. Um, one is the seared scallops with parsnip silk, apple chutney, and hazelnut croquant. Croquant. I think that's how you say it. Croquant. It's like a little. Yeah, it's like a. It's like a crisp. I would like to try that. And then I was trying to think. The other thing that I would like to try is the orange bird. The thing that comes within an orange bird. And I love the little orange bird. I think he's super cute. So he maybe is that's adorable. like maybe that's like partly why I would want it, but it's the <laughs> orange. Right, I know. It's just like it just looks appealing just because it comes in the uh-huh. souvenir orange bird sipper cup. It's the orange cream shake. Yes. And, that, and they actually had that for the Flower and Garden Festival last March. In March Oh, did they? Yes. So oh. they had that same booth, the citrus blossom. I think they they mess around with the name a little bit, but that same booth there and they had the orange things. The only thing is they just had the beverages this time. They didn't have the food that they had, the flower and garden. Oh, I hear and I heard the food was pretty good too. That flower and garden in that booth. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely enjoyed that food. That that food was was nice because that's where they had the lobster tail and I think a chicken. So you can't go wrong. Uh... Oh, yeah. Both yeah. of those sound good. So, yeah, those those were the, because I love scallops, so it, 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 that's why, you know, I mean, that's like one of my favorite foods. I just like to try and see what their scallops were like, and then, you know, the, who doesn't love the orange bird? I mean, yes. yeah, yeah, I, it's like I almost don't see them that much in Epcot because, because the, because of the more, Fumable drinks they have around the Pavilion. Uh, pavilions. Uh, there's a lot of alcoholic beverages. Well, yeah, that's yeah. more fitting for adults. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. Now, I had the seared scallops uh, at the Yukon Holiday Kitchen in Canada, and those were lovely. So Ooh. it was quite good because it was seared. So good choice, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. It was. It was seared on both sides, which is always nice, and it wasn't overcooked. So it was not just the right texture when you bit into it. And you can always tell when something has not been frozen when it's a fish because there's a snap to it, like in the shrimp and the the scallops. And as far as I could tell, I don't think those have been frozen. I mean, oh, okay. I'm totally wrong because I'm not a connoisseur of a lot of things. But usually when you get a frozen scallop or shrimp, it's mushy. And they weren't mushy. So I'm guessing that's what was, or they, you know, or they had a special freezing where they, you know, froze them right away and then defawed them. But as far as I could tell, they hadn't been frozen. Well, they sound lovely. It just yeah. sounds really good. Yeah. I just wish the portions were bigger. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, and that's all total selfish reasons because I just don't get to go to a lot of the booths and try a lot of the food. So I only get like one or two samples of food at, at, at a festival. So, and mm. if I find something I really like, I just want, okay, just give me more. Cause <laughs> that's all I'm getting. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
I think I'm gonna go with uh, we did the cookie stroll. We did the holiday cookie stroll. And I have to tell you, the best two dollars I've ever spent at Disney had to be that Linzer cookie that we got. It was quite lovely. It was at the Bavarian uh, Holiday Kitchen. Completely unexpected because the cookies are okay. That's pretty much how you can, you know, you're like, it's okay. They're definitely not as much put into them as a regular dessert would be. But, you know, it's a, it's a lower price range. It's for the kids, you know, that sort of a thing. But I, like I said, I was very pleasantly surprised with the Lenzer cookie in Germany. It looks really pretty. Um, you know, it's got like kind of that snowflake pattern on top of it and then it's yes. got you know dusted in powdered sugar um with the red raspberry coming from under it looks like it's raspberry anyway coming through because it's kind of got that raspberry layer in between the two cookies and just looks very tasty yes it's beautiful because yeah it does it has that nice shape it's two layers of cookies with the raspberry jam in the middle and it was just you know there was something in like it gave it like an apple apple taste with raspberry so it was a nice balance in it almost a strawberry taste to it mm. that i really enjoyed so there you go so that was my surprise <laughs> sounds like a good surprise it was um, so one thing I wish I had tried is I wish I had try, uh, been able to get to the Mexican pavilion, the Las Posadas Holiday Kitchen. I'm never disappointed with their Mexican flavors that they deliver. And I would like to have been able to try the Tamal de Polo. Pollo, sorry. <laughs> Polo is this game that you play on a horse with a stick and a ball. <laughs> Two L's. <laughs> Pollo. All right, yeah, so I wish I'd try that. It's a braised chipotle chicken served in a corn uh, mesa topped with uh, mole verde, queso uh, con, con, oh, cotilla, crema mexicana, and toasted pumpkin, pumpkin seeds. So that sounds really good. That does sound good. The picture looks very yummy, too. Yeah, they're fla- they always hit the flavors right. Some, some, they have a good chef there <laughs> doing that. I, I love mole too. So I don't think oh, I've yeah. ever had mole verde. I don't think I've had a green mole before. So that that sounds very interesting to yeah, me. Yeah, I wonder what the difference is between a, a verde and a mole verde. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-mm. I don't know. Who knows? They do. We could have asked. <laughs> All right. Are we good? I'm good. I, 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 think, I, I think we, 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 we did a little... Law fought some more food. We did. All right, so on to our main subject for the evening. Pourquoi? Pourquoi? Why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pourquoi? Now we're at, I love the French. That's awesome. That's great. Uh. Now it's time to head over to Area 71. So tonight, 
tonight on Dispodopolis, we are going to finish our conversation about our latest two-week adventure in the COVID changes in the Walt Disney World, in the two different hotels that we stayed at, and kind of just talk over some points that we missed, some of the new food places uh, that we tried, and just wrap this whole puppy up. Because uh, it was a lot of time in the parks, a lot of time in the hotels, a lot of time just walking around. Um, it really was just a nice, relaxing time. And the kids uh, were able to do virtual schooling during one of the weeks. So we had shorter days. Some of that they liked, some of that they didn't like. Uh, yeah, I'll kind of start there. So doing virtual school at Walt Disney World. <laughs> Only in today's climate. Can, can you do something like that? And it's to me, it's really nice having that option with your kids and not just because I want to be someplace else than where I'm living currently, you know, for a little bit. But if you have a doctor's appointment with your kid, it is so nice to be able to just jump on or say, you know what, we're going to stay home today and we'll go to the doctor's appointment and you can just jump on for your assignments. And as a parent, it's been very, very nice being able to do that because sometimes it gets a little difficult or bogged down when you take your kid out of school for a couple of periods and, you know, trying to get them back on track uh, the next day or the following day. So that's been nice. But one of the things is you are in very closed quarters when you are doing this. So you're in a hotel room. Now we did have a one bedroom suite at the boardwalk and we used some of our DVC points in the beginning and we were supposed to change over to Old Key West, which is also a one bedroom suite. They had like some insane deal. I think it was like about $320 a night for a one bedroom suite in the Old Key West. You just that's really inexpensive for a one bedroom. Like that's suite. yeah, that <laughs> on Disney property. No. <laughs> If you've ever priced out Disney properties, you're usually looking around six hundred dollars, six thirty, I think, um, maybe five forty at the Old Key West. But even so, like even the Riviera and the Floridian, they're the highest priced ones. And just for a one a studio, deluxe studio, you're looking at about five hundred dollars a night, and that's a discounted price. No, I'm not paying that. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> out there. So we did that. But what had happened, I don't if you followed the weather this in 2020. So I've learned two things going to Disney parks as long as I have. One, always bring rain jackets. I don't care. If they say it's gonna be sunny all stinking week, bring your rain jackets to Walt Disney World. They, yeah, they don't know. Florida weather is crazy. It's it's very temperamental. It's insane. And yeah. if you are there past seven days bring in, in the wintertime, so starting in November, late November, or December, January, or February, and maybe even to March, bring a big jacket. If you're mm -hmm. there past and you see a cold front come in. Which is my purple woolly jacket. Yes, your big pull, fluffy, fluffy woolly jacket. Which I think it's, it, it just never, it, it never lets the cold in. Right. There are days in Florida that do not get above 45. There are days in Florida that get above 52. And it will hit in the 30s at night. 
that's that's just yep. what I'm it saying. Can, yeah, it can happen in the wintertime, especially, and and then the rain. You can't they 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 can't predict the rain that you know that many mm-hmm. days out. So that's what happened to us. We hit a period where it was two or three days of in the fifty degrees as our second week there, and it dipped down in the thirties at night a couple nights. So that happens. And uh, we weren't like super prepared for it, but we were fine because layers work. <laughs> That's all mm-hmm. I was you get layer and layer. I think I had four layers on. I get really cold. I have issues. Uh, Elias, I thought he had packed pants. He hadn't packed any pants, but he's okay in shorts. And we just put layers on top of him and he was fine. We did that. But what in the middle of that freeze, we were supposed to change from boardwalk to the old Key West. And between those, I think we did like three nights at the boardwalk. And I went downstairs and I said, would it be possible? Because I looked it up. I knew there was lots of vacancies at the time. Would it be possible to move from old Key West and just stay here at the boardwalk? Because I think we have about 15 blankets in our room. Because if you know those hotel blankets, they're like paper thin. So every bed had five blankets. (laughs) I'm not even kidding you. And everybody has to have two pillows. We had so many pillows, so many blankets in our room. It was ridiculous. I'm sure the the people were just laughing at us. And fun fact, I always want an extra blanket when I take the couch bed. Yes. And when you have those couch beds, it's, there's just air flowing underneath it. So it's not a lot of warmth being built up on it. And also on those, those air mattresses, which is what we had to use at the boardwalk. My son had an air mattress and I, you know, it's one of those funny things. I just, I told my husband, I go, we're just going to wait and see. Cause we knew we need, cause they're allowed to have five people in the boardwalk one bedroom but you're supposed to they don't provide linens or anything for you and I'm like I'm just gonna wait and see because and we'll get there and we'll see what happens and we'll figure it out because sometimes that works really well for me and I get away with it probably more than I should but (laughs) it doesn't help with the procrastination of part of my life so we got to the hotel and I called down I said hey you know do you guys we need an air mattress in our room can we get one and they're like sure no problem. And I'm like, awesome. <laughs> Cause if you go online, everyone's like, Oh, you need to rent one. You need to make sure you have one. And I'm like, Oh, that's such a drag. And we've done it before. Like we've, we've gotten one from the Disney properties before. And I don't know if it's just because we're in a situation where we're in right now. I didn't have any problems getting extra towels or the mattress or the blankets or the pillows that we needed. And honestly, we weren't charged either for them. And which was brilliant. That's really nice. Really nice. Like they were being super, super nice on this trip. And and I think because they knew so much had been taken away, they were kind of compensating in, in this way. And when I went down and said, Hey, you know, can we switch from Monkey West to, to the boardwalk? They did it. So, and they're like, oh yeah, let me check and see what we can do. And they got it all fixed. And so we stayed at the boardwalk one bedroom suite for the price that we paid for the the Key West one. And it's 
you know, it's not something they're going to do every time. They're not going to have the availability every time. But I said, these are really special circumstances. Mm. And I think they would rather clean one room than two rooms at this point. <laughs> so, yeah. So we were able to stay in the boardwalk that whole week, which is just brilliant because, you know, it's right there by Epcot. You walk to Epcot. You can walk to Hollywood Studios. And I, it was nice not having to move bonus yes. and the kids didn't want to leave because we would have had to pick up all we would have had to pack up all their computers because we you know brought and got everything downstairs well, so yeah, they were very happy and, not to pack. and and some and some of the doorman can't mistake elias's age the doorman did for a baby oh okay no <laughs> So what's really strange is if you're doing DVC points at the boardwalk and you get a one-bedroom suite, you can have five people in there. But if you are trying to pay for the one-bedroom suite, you actually can't have a fifth person in there. So they had to say that Elias was a baby. It's a strange. <laughs> so we're like, okay, we don't care. He doesn't care. So it was fine. So they did that for us. So it was really nice. Just a little baby acting he did. Right. Oh, yeah. It was just silliness. But yeah, so you're in really close quarters when you're doing the lessons. And so we kind of, I can't imagine doing it in a deluxe studio. The one bedroom suite would be the only way you'd want to do this. But it was nice having them, um, everyone kind of had their own space to do their lessons and had their headphones on. Yes, we did play hooky a couple of days and caught up on our studies at nighttime, especially the Animal Kingdom, because the Animal Kingdom closed at five o'clock. Well, yeah, so there, there has to be times where we need to immediately, personally, leave school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there was two days. So we went to three and we did yeah. half part yeah. days. Uh, yeah, there was some days where you, yeah, you were basically doing school from the hotel. Yeah, where, yeah, where we just have those two, like, freedom paths pathways right but i think like epcot was open till nine so that was nice but that's okay i mean i think that's a good thing for families to do i mean there's a lot of people that are remote right now so mm -hmm. there you go i mean you're just doing your work remotely and they got it all done <laughs> i mean you can't ask for more yeah it was nice it was nice even though it felt like i would i wouldn't think i did i wasn't Thinking if I want if I want to draw in the hotel, which is more schoolwork. Right, you didn't do any of your animation work I while we were there. Studying for any room. Right, but you did do drawings. Well, yeah, because I well I just thought we would ran out we would ran out time if we're if we're in limited if we're in limited like night night space or or mm -hmm. if we have to if we have to leave for for the parks earlier okay so did you enjoy doing classes at the the hotel like would you want to do that again or I'm one kinda, and done I, i'm kind of going to that experience again i mean if we take like a, a two-week vacation to disney world again on our Mar march break well we're just doing one exactly yeah i'm just saying if uh-huh yeah and we're actually gonna um on that trip we're actually gonna go to the coast and do coco beach and hit that's the kennedy right the kennedy space center yeah that's mm -hmm. yeah that'll be a nice 
nice field trip there. I haven't been there since I was in high school, so it'd be really nice to get back over there. It's a nice place to go visit. Mm-hmm. Oh, and there's a national sea, a national seashore there too. So I'm excited about that because I got to hit on my national parks. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be fun for the kids. So you, you're up for doing that again, right? All right. Awesome. Yay. I don't know if I've talked about this last time, but all the, the check-ins for all the hotels, you, know, you didn't have to check in. Like everything came over your phone in the My Disney app or um, texted you that your room was ready with your room number. So that was really nice. I, well, one thing I wanted to talk about real quick is, I, and I'd seen this on social media, and I think people were taking the paper cups design that they had at Disney right now and were putting them in their plastic, like using it as a liner in some of their plastic cups. And it was the Mary Blair inspired small world cup design. And I don't know if you guys have seen this, but it's really beautiful. And the colors, the, the pinks and blues and greens and oranges and yellows. I was like so excited to see this cup. I have, I have serious issues. I do. And I know it. But yeah, I think they, I even sent you a picture, keep, Ryan. They just want to keep going with this style. Well, it's a lovely style. It is. You did send me a picture, and I thought I thought Disney did a really good job with the. I mean, who you know who would say this about a cup? But it's, it was a really pretty design for um, a soft drink cup. Yeah, like you, you want it to be something more. Like I, I want this um, as a mug. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I would do that in a tumbler or something. Turbis oh, yeah. tumbler. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's really hard to bring home a paper cup. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe well, it's not gonna because, last. what was the weather outside rainy yeah it's hard to take care of a cup well the first day was a little we didn't have any rain on this trip did we i don't think i remember this is the first i, I, I mean we could have at nighttime just a tiny bit of smackling of of maybe dew drops well yeah but we really or did just some, not like, like hail hail sounds Right, we didn't have that like like we've had before. I tell everyone to bring a rain jacket. We're there for two weeks and there's no rain. But you know, I mean, that's so rare. It's incredibly rare. Now, do you want to talk about like we ate at the Geyser Point Bar and Grill? You want to talk about that? Yes. It's like one of my. This is which this is, is really like, nice. Which is like everything's like barbecue chicken. Well, those are the ribs that you're. I'm looking at pictures ribs. to refresh our memory. Uh, so now, now refresh, refresh my memory. Where is Geyser Point at? So the Geyser Point Bar and Grill is at the Wilderness Lodge, and it's set if you're it's set to the right of the pool area. So it's an open area for eating. So you get to eat outside. It's more of a lounge area, but they have some really good food there, and it's it's nice because it's it's outside. This is, I think they even had heaters on because it would get a little nippy at night. So they had the heaters on. Um, we, I had, like, my favorite thing in the world is boards, like cheese boards, meat boards. Anything you put on a board, I will pr pretty much eat. So they had, was it, I think it's the, what do they call it? The cartouche, cartoucherie boards? Charcuterie? Car charcuterie? Yes, thank you. Charcuterie boards everyone's doing now that I pretty much have yeah. done my entire life. And so... That was lovely. So I had that there where they had, they never give you enough bread though. That's what I always <laughs> So I had some nice cheeses and meats and uh, 
really loved yeah. it. And it, and it kind of looked like garlic bread. Gar- yeah, but it wasn't. It just had butter on a sort of crusty French bread that had been toasted. And they had the barbecue wings there, which were lovely. We got a fruit plate. I got, I also got a lot of bacon cheeseburger plates. Right. My kids love bacon cheeseburgers. And waffle fries. So that, that's a good place because they have hamburgers, pretty good sized hamburgers for kids, right? Well, yeah. And like, like, why are you getting that? Why are you that stuff? That's on the kids menu. Right. So there's this funny thing at Disney. Like some places have these little itsy bitsy hamburgers for kids and some places have it's almost the same size as an adult hamburger. But so I just want a small burger because I wouldn't be that hungry afterwards. Right. So at the Geyser Point Bar and Grill, there's a good size hamburger for the kids. It's not those little tiny ones that are for like five-year-olds. And yes, and that's that's what I was thinking he was having in mind. Right. And Elias, like you said, like he's not watching the younger shows. He's also up, gets really no. upset if we have him eat off the kids' menu because he thinks it's not going to be enough food. So, <laughs> alrighty. So we got we got on that. Now, what was interesting is we ate there. I think it was all right. So we ate there on a Monday night, and on the Monday night, it was fairly easy to get into. And that, but that was before the Thanksgiving weekend. The Thanksgiving weekend, it wasn't so easy. So keep in mind. When you're there and how crowded everything is, because we tried again to go, I think it was on Saturday, and that was a big no-go. It was a 45-minute wait, and that wasn't going to work for our family. Not that time. And I think this is the second time that we've eaten here, and I highly recommend it if you're staying at the Wilderness Lodge to, to drop in there. Okay. For dinner. Yeah. Especially if you're around the pool. Oh, my gosh, it's so nice just to... Get out, grab some food. You don't have to be fancy. Really was a it fun sounds, place. It sounds very relaxing. It sounds like good food and, and kind of a really beautiful setting. Yeah, it's it's pricier than the Roaring Fork, Fork which is the counter service. A little more. I think it's a little higher than that. But, um, you know, you get tired of the Roaring Fork really quickly when there's only five things on the menu. You need something different. You want to talk? You want to talk about the cream, creamy drinks? Drinks. Yeah. Usually, our family gets the Dole Whips at the Aloha Isle. That's like our big thing. We always get the Dole Whips. But this time, we decided to try out the Sunshine Tree Terrace, which is where they used to have um, the Citrus Swirl, but it's officially not called that anymore. <laughs> So, I mean, it, it's kind of the same bar, but with just a different name. Right. It's a, the Sunshine Terrace is much smaller than the Aloha Isle. They, for, for a while, they had the Citrus Roll at the Aloha Isle and the Dole Whip at the Sunshine Tree Terrace and then realized they had that all backwards because everybody wanted to Dole Whip. So they moved. Gotcha. Yeah, they moved yeah, all so the Dole it, Whips it, to Aloha Isle. It's a bit Isle. of a construction story. Yeah. Construction loop, loop, loophole. <laughs> so they and, and both of those are in Adventureland, correct? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. The the Aladdin's flying carpets is kind of in the middle, so <laughs> mm-hmm. you could see it if the Aladdin flying carpets wasn't there. 
One's closer to the entrance of Adventureland, and the other one's more in the middle of or by the Tiki, the Enchanted Tiki Room. Right, right, which makes yeah. sense to me. The, the Aloha Isle, the Dole Whips are near the Tiki Room, because that's how it okay. works at Disneyland. They have the Dole Whip booth right at the Tiki Room, inside Gotcha. And Mm-hmm. So, but we decided to go to the Sunshine Tree Terrace. It is now called the Dole Whip Orange and the Dole Whip Strawberry. Oh, okay. So it is Dole Whip everywhere. And I like Dole Whip, so, you know, I yeah. don't think you can go wrong. <laughs> it, it, and all the different flavors are good. Uh, sometimes they've, I've even seen, I think maybe raspberry. All right. I think, but I'll, yeah, but typically I just go stick with pineapple. Yes, yeah. And this time, uh, we went crazy. So we decided... <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! We're like, I want that! <laughs> so That's a good kind of crazy. <laughs> they had the I Lava You Float at the Sunshine Tree Terrace, you know, at the Adventureland. It was Aww. quite... After those short, car- the cartoon shirt, I Lava You. Yes! Or Lava, Lava is I, the name of the I short. Think, yeah. yeah, I yes. really, I really love this this shake. Yes, we only we got because we all thought we weren't very hungry, so <laughs> we shared one amongst the three of us between Fiona and Adia and I. Did we all shared that right? Oh, that was a mistake, oh, yeah. but that's okay. Is a Dole Whip orange with Fanta strawberry, red passion fruit syrup topped with popping candy. I mean, Fanta. Ooh. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's, it's, it's secretly the, the solitary of drinks I like. Yes. So it was great. And the popping candy was such a lovely surprise. I love poppy candy. And I love how they can't call it Pop Rocks. Pop Rocks. Though <laughs> it is literally packages of Pop Rocks that they're putting on top. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Don't look behind the curtain. <laughs> you can't see the pop rocks. <laughs> so yeah, they would. That, that was what was going on back there. But it just the, all those flavors together were wonderful. I love them. They're just so amazing. Yeah, it's sort of like when they put Oreo sprinkles on stuff, but they mm-hmm. just call it like. I don't know, chocolate cookie or something. Chocolate you know cream I mean? cookie, yeah. Yeah, chocolate cream yeah. cookie or something like that. But it's like, you know, you look back there and you can still see like the Oreo <laughs> <laughs> signature on different things. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, if you, you want to do that though, right? Because if you're putting a quality product out there, you want the good one. You, know, you yeah. want the Oreo cookies. You want the Pop Rocks. You don't want the, came off the, the, um, the conveyor belt at some other factory. That's not going to fly here. <laughs> Yeah, no, you want that. You want a specific flavor. Yep. Yep. You want your own. You, you, you really want your lair, lair from Santa. <laughs> there you go. So, and then Elias got the orange cream, which was made with the Dole Whip orange and the vanilla soft serve over Fanta orange. So that was like yummy too, because it's Fanta I, I, orange I, and I, orange cream. So, yeah, I, I think that was something I, I was almost wanting to get. Yeah, it was like but, a dream sickle. Well, yeah, dream, dream sickle. But but I mean, I mean, I remember like liking the I I love love a you you float. So I always mentioned to try it again. 
Right. And then my husband is super boring and got a root, root beer float. <laughs> They're yummy. They are good, but when when you're at the Sunshine Terrace, you got to you got to get out of that. Break that mold. Try something new. He always cracks me up like that. Oh, did we talk about the Liberty Square show that we saw? No. Okay, so Even though, well, it's Fiona just, was super excited about this. It's a mini show. Yeah, it was a mini show. Very unexpected. The there was, and this is the only use of characters where they didn't use walkarounds. Right. Because these characters were obviously the Muppets. Yeah. So, you know, they used to have the great stories of history. Host by Sam the Eagle. Sam the Eagle up in these windows above, I don't know if it's like a DVC booth below it, but, you know, it's up high on the second level and they have these three windows and they would do the great stories of history and it was recorded and it was very silly and they decided to end that. But they had this uh, impromptu silent Muppet show because, you know, they didn't have the voices, but they had Fozzie. Because it's probably not the same actors. Well, they, they couldn't get the voices for this, but they had Fozzie, Piggy, and Kermit up there. And what was going on, Fiona? Well, basically, obviously, when Miss Piggy wants to do kind of a marriage type show, Kermit always mentions to try to get away from her. Mm-hmm. So what was Miss Piggy trying to entrap? Uh, well, kiss, kiss Kermit yeah, under the mistletoe to... yes. by 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 Fozzie doing doing the structures. Right. So in one window they had the mistletoe, and Fozzie was helping Miss Piggy kind of get Kermit unknowingly under the mistletoe so she could kiss him. Well, he if if it's like. All he, all he, all he needs, all he needs to do to, to stop the marriage show is maybe, maybe uh, try to try to ask. Maybe next time he 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 should ask someone, some someone else to do to a different act. As like well as the as the Muppet show was just was was just always side by side switching the acts. Yeah, so it was re- it was fun. It was fun just seeing that little show, and they're really trying to you know give. The people, some of that street atmosphere, atmosphere. Well, of yeah, because since what they couldn't, since I always see that stage, uh-huh. I just, I just think does it doesn't need to be used more, or where what happened to where's the other great moments of history shows? Yeah, Fiona was really upset when they decided to end that show, so she was pretty excited because we were just walking by and didn't to know what was going to happen. That was a lot of fun to see that. It sounds like a good show. Yeah, it, you know, it's just fun, quick, just really nice to see the Muppets up there doing something. Hoping if I can try to spot them again in, in March vacation. Yeah, <laughs> I doubt there'll be mistletoe involved, but yes. I don't know. All right, now you want to you talk about the drawing that yes. we did at Animal Kingdom? So this was really nice. Um, they did have... Ha- or, uh, or Planet Watch. Yeah, so Rafiki's Planet Watch was open, and they had the um, animation station open. So they had the animators there uh, doing, teaching the kids animation, and it was really nice, the animation experience, right. And it was really nice. I think we've talked about this before, but it's such a great place for families to go. We kind of wanted to talk about it again to really encourage people to go back there because it is a train ride. And to encourage myself. Encourage yourself. 
to, it's a, you know, you need to get on the train in Africa that takes you over mm. to the conservation station and you want to give yourself plenty of time. Like give yourself uh, about 30 to 40 minutes. I'll go 40. I, I always cut everything close. Don't ever listen to me. Give yourself more time. I'm insane. Give yourself a good 40 minutes to get on the train. It's a short train ride. It's only five or 10 minutes. It's not very long at all. But of course we didn't give ourselves as much time as we thought we would need. It, you know, it's hard to gauge the train right now because so much of it is closed before the distance seating. And so we got on and we had to, one time we had to run when we sprinted, right? Oh. <laughs> the animation experience. We got there in time. They usually run a couple minutes behind to kind of get enough people in there, but there was plenty of room, even with the distance seating, you know, they'd have seats of four and a good six feet in front of you, a good six feet to the sides. Because it's like the, the, the stretching of, of getting there and, and it closing is like at four. Right. Like they, they the last one's at four um, or 340. I think it's more like 340. Right. You got to really watch your time because this is a morning one. So we got there. At, uh, yeah, I think the last one was like 330. 30 or 340 and they the last train out of the Rafiki's Planet Watch is I think 430 right the last train there is four the last train back is 430 we had a lot of fun and what I really like about this animation experience more than the one at Disneyland is they give you guidelines to start with which is really great for young kids um, because mm -hmm. I remember being on the ground on the ground literally at Disneyland uh, with my five and four year olds and three year olds and trying, drawing quickly, drawing out the guidelines for them because spatial relationships are very difficult for children under the age of seven. So it's nice and, and even and 10. And always but, do, do rough, rough sketching and always tend the, 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 the fall, the, the fall of the teacher. Right. The teacher gives you lots and lots of instructions on um, how to use the guidelines and not to draw very darkly and make sure you're just sketching to start with. And I was super excited because we got to do, you want to tell who we got to do? Okay. Well, this is the second character we did. Yeah. So he's very underrated. S Scar, or... Sure, gone. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm being like Jeff right here, mixing up the names. Yeah, so we gotta do Shere Khan, and we'll put pictures of them up on there. I was excited to do Shere Khan because he's a very okay. So this is not the best character for kids. <laughs> right there. Um, it's very complicated. There are lots of crazy um, lines on this. Well, character. yeah, because he was born. I mean, I'll show you, Ryan. This is. This is not your easiest character to draw. No. Well, yeah, because he was. Yeah, he is. Yeah, th there's there's a lot of there's a lot of work that would go into drawing Shere Khan. I, I mean, he's right. almost a T shape, sort of. Right. There's a T shape to it. There's S's going on. Um, he there's... has like he has kind of like a Grinch type smile. Right. Right. So it's a very difficult character, and the kids got a little frustrated well, with yeah, that one. Well, yeah, because he was born like a rough sketch character. Right. But the fun one that the kids, that everybody could do, and it was really, really simple, was... Because, 
This is just this is just clip art of these characters as they were born CGI cr crush and squirt the turtles. Right, so we gotta do crush and squirt the turtles, which are you know they're super cute. They look at are. them. Yeah, they are very cute. I like looking at how you drew crush and crush and squirt. Right, and this is Adius. I'm showing Brian Adius drawing that she did. So everybody knocked it out of the ballpark with crush. I mean squirt. Mm -hmm. Squirt was super, super. Crush is a little more difficult just because of his size and shape. But everybody did just the cutest, most adorable squirt you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, squirt has a lot of circles and mm -hmm. just kind of looks I mean, like tree circles to it, him. It, it's like depending the fact comparing to drawing a cute, cute turtle and a kind of like dopey looking turtle. <laughs> But for my a cute turtle and a dopey looking turtle. I think yeah. I totally rock on his face. Which one? Crushes. Crushes, yeah. But did a for very good Squirt's job. mouth, I thought I thought I kind of stretched it out too much because mm -hmm. I I was trying to follow the the teacher's line line up for like the dimples, cheek dimples. Yes, but it, it like I said, like when you get to the characters, they're just cute. Like Squirt, they're super easy to draw. The more the the there's a lot of detail in Disney villains. And they're yeah, one of the yeah, most difficult and besides, ones to draw. I just realized my, I think my scar looks the more, most, like, intimidating. Oh, intimidating, I gave yes. him, like, the smallest pupils. <laughs> yes, so yeah. And fun fact, mom sees me that I always draw very light. Yes, you're in that stage right now where she draws everything really, really light. She doesn't commit to her lines, and I've had to make her go back and, and darken in her lines for your own animation because I can't even scan it for you. So we've really, yeah. But you're, you're kind of finding your ground still, so that's perfectly fine. Yeah, well, yeah, because if, if it feels like if I draw darken with the lines, I would kind of mess up erasing it, and it'll just get, get all those shadowing marks mm -hmm. now most of animal kingdom was the same as before right well yeah as as usual every time it feels like we go back oh i'm always seeing the the same typical stuff yeah but we learned one new thing on this trip do you remember when we got off the safari ride Goss. in harambe they had the gorilla oh gorilla do you remember the gorillas we stopped and watched the gorillas was that new no, it wasn't new, but we found out a fun fact about them because of the movie they released. Was it in the summer? Uh, it, yeah, it was Ivan. Uh, yeah, the one and only Ivan. I didn't even put it together. So they used the gorillas that live at Disney's Animal Kingdom as reference for the one and only Ivan CGI. Well, yeah, gorilla. because I, I would, yeah, you would think of me totally shouting that out because I, I would say, oh, they were looking at them for Ivan. And that's right. Right, and they're, it's interesting because they have two. One is much more silver-haired than the other one. So they have one that has really dark hair and one that's silver hair. And the silver-haired one is the one that really influenced their character in the movie. And you could definitely see it in his, in his face shape and everything. Like I understand why they chose that one over the other one. He has a lot more character going on with him. And I think he's older, too. He was uh, apparently gathering up every single piece of grass he could find, putting it under his chin and walking around with it. So that was his goal for the day. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great, great, great goal. <laughs> I'm going to 
going to go over here with my grass and y'all can just be over there. I'll be that. fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's really, it's really entertaining to watch animals when they're doing something, you know, like mm -hmm. and they've got this plan. You can see they're like, I am so busy right now. I cannot be bothered yeah, by I, you. I just keep seeing them rolling on the grass. Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. They were having a lot of fun that day rolling around and having fun. It's a really great um, environment that they've created for the gorillas with the waterfalls and the grass and the hilly area. It's it's quite lovely and there's it, multiple sides. It's beautiful. It is, it's a beautiful area back there. Mm -hmm. It is. I also like the, I also like the tiger area too oh it's gorgeous the yeah the Asian but i mean I, I know it's not the same area but no, it's but yeah i mean i think they've done some <laughs> really good jobs with some of the enclosures those yeah those are great walks because they have the the african themed walk and then they have the asian themed walk mm -hmm. and and the big show is the gorillas and the tigers for each of those yeah it's just their basic going light light show mm -hmm. all right so do you want to talk about disappointing moments? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, okay. So, what do we want to talk about? The disappointing and the and the things you really enjoyed, or do you want to talk about Rise of the Resistance? Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah, you could go with Rise of the Resistance. Can we talk about Rise of the Resistance? Yes. Yeah, so, spoiler, everyone. Is a spoiler? Oh, it's always a spoiler with us. We can't keep our mouth shut. <laughs> I don't know, because that's just, we just like, the whole story is just it. All right. So our first um, experience with Rise of the Resistance. I got up at, because they're doing the 7 a.m. So I got up at 7 a.m. to uh, make our reservations. And even went to the part of our hotel so I had to go out of our, because we're staying at the Wilderness Lodge at the time. It went, there's no Wi-Fi in our room or just like one bar. It's just pathetic. So Which I'm, makes Aya scream every time in our room. Yeah. Any oh. <laughs> teenager. So he I. just wants the bin, bin watch or almost kind of adult-y jokes. So shows. <laughs> yeah. So I went to the main lobby area of the Boulder Ridge Villas and got on my phone and uh, you, you click to make a reservation, and then you click to verify your members of your group. I messed up, by the way. Of course I did. Of course I did. Of course I messed up with that part. And then you click to, to get your reservation. So I didn't get one. <laughs> so in that one extra click that I did, I didn't get a reservation. So if you go click, click, click as fast as you can, you get a reservation. If you go click, click, Oh, oops, click, click. You don't. That's what I learned at 7 a.m. in the morning. Wow. So, and you could hear everybody in their rooms, too, like on their phones at 7 a.m., like trying to get a reservation just in the, the little area I was in. There must have been three or four people. And all I saw was three or four rooms. <laughs> so everybody <laughs> was trying. So we didn't get one at, at 7 a.m., and this was... Thanksgiving day too. So not, you know, much more higher traffic day. So Hollywood studios was booked that whole week. So every day they the, the park was full to the max of reservations. You couldn't get one that week. We didn't get one. So, but they had the other time of the two 
p.m. time that you could go back in and check. Well, I knew better. Just click, click, click. Don't even read. Don't read anything. Just click. Don't read it. Just click, click, click. So at 2 p.m., uh, we were sitting down for lunch and click, click, click. And I did. I got one. So that was really exciting to do that. And I don't, it might have been a little bit easier because we did that another day too because you have to be in the park and you couldn't have a reservation. Like you're, you only get one reservation for the day. So I guess some people were just like, okay, well, we're not going to get one. And then a lot of other people had one. So it, it wasn't an issue getting one at 2 p.m. on that Thursday. And I think it was, I want to say Sunday or Saturday. I can't remember when we went back. And I think what we were group 99 for that day. So obviously things have to be running pretty smoothly for you to get in. But we did. We did it. it the park closes at 7 and they called us at 524. So we actually had an hour and a half leeway. And they, if they call you at 524, you're supposed to get there before 624. But they are flexible if you're eating or if you're in line for something else and things aren't going right. Because that happened to us at another point. We had a food reservation and they called us right when we sat down. So we're like, we're probably not going to make it on time. But so we got, we, and even at this one, I think we got there around like 6.15-ish because it, had shut down I think for an hour so right when they called us it shut down and it was shut down for a while and when we went back it came back up again luckily and we were able to get in line and and get in to write it which is exciting and you're looking it it is the longest walk think of to get to the ride think of um Indiana Jones in the Temple ride at Disneyland and how you have to walk and 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 walk times that by two. What's going on here? I just remember walking and walking and it was beautiful. The whole thing is beautifully done. So they had all the vegetation, all those swirly lines that people see out there that nobody's standing in. You walk all through all those swirly lines. You go inside. You see interesting plants that mm -hmm. that you wear figs it doesn't matter to take a picture of oh we took lots of pictures of plants and then you start walking in the building first it's very rocky and then you're slowly being introduced to uh things that are being stored in storage lockers and big barrels and containers and all this stuff kind of lying around in between all the queues and then they have a huge storage locker. I think I sent you a video of that. And it's just the coolest thing you've ever seen in your entire life. <laughs> because, you know, it's the orange suits and all the helmets and all the gear. And they've got racks of guns and everything Star Wars that you've seen since 1977 is in that locker. And then what happens when you're going down these pathways is it becomes very technical so you start seeing these boards you know lasers and trajectories and maps and that sort of thing so you you're you're there's more um equipment 
that you're seeing that's that's beneficial to the resistance. So you, this is the resistance that you're walking through right now and it's very evident because of all the hats that you're seeing or all the resistance symbols on them. And uh, what you're trying to do is get away from the base. So it's funny because there's this backstory and we wrote it three different times. And we had three different experiences, which is hilarious. And the first one was the best one because you actually, we actually experienced all phases of the ride. And they will, they will run the ride when everything is not working just because the demand is there. Yeah. So my, my experience was just all like, uh, is this all like, all like a show or is this just, this is just a basic walk, walk around ride? <laughs> walk around. So, like as the Halloween Mansion was going to be. Oh, oh, okay. So, so you're thinking about the original way they were going to do the Halloween, uh, the Halloween, the Haunted Mansion is going to be a walkthrough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's not a walkthrough. The line's a walkthrough, though. I mean, it, it had a pressing good amount of story. Right. And there is a lot, a lot of story, and everything goes really, really fast. Like they're constantly getting you, okay, now we need to be in point B. Okay, everyone rush to point C. Okay, everyone get on point D. Like, so, in my opinion, this is some stupid video game. The first room we go into, this is the room. So it's the kind of the, the first waiting area. So they've created a show for you. And this is the room where uh, there's a lot of screens. Uh, you see Ray is supposed to kind of like the, the Princess Leia projection. That you see but it's ray and and, and large yeah, so the, more, the more the more the more fitting female of star wars now right Sadly. so right because ray's the center of of the third trilogy and you see poe and um admiral akbar is on these screens and they're so they're laying out the story for you of what's going on so basically the base has been invaded we need to get out of the base and we don't worry, <laughs> they've got it all ready for you. So, and then we enter, you enter outside, you come outside, which is interesting because we did this in the night and in the daytime. And in the night, you definitely want to, I definitely want to ride this ride at the nighttime. It's just much more spectacular and the lighting outside when you come outside out off of, out, out of that moment. And so you come into this like little courtyard and then they rush you into the vehicle that's going to get you off the planet so you're you get in this vehicle i have no idea at this point once you get in this vehicle i have no idea what's going on all i know is i'm moving a lot like is, is, is mom trying to point me to the guy the guys that are control that are controlling the ship right so you've got admiral akbar is steering the ship that you're on and you're just holding on the poles Basically, like you would on a subway and there's screens everywhere and then there's big windows so you see yourself lifting off of the planet you're coming off the planet apparently lord knows how they did that and and so you see yourself coming up and then you get caught in a tractor beam of course it's a star wars movie you get caught in a tractor beam tractor beams are always happening so you get stuck in this tractor beam and they pull you up on to one of the ships so and that's and then, um, so that's what you're seeing um, in all the photos that they've shown you. So you're on the ship, right? With all the stormtroopers and the vehicles. You see the big bay. And you empty out into that area after you're, you get off of this uh, Yeah, and Elias is just like, with all the stormtroopers standing in, 
very silly in lines. She was like, are, are those actually their, their suits or are they just animatronics moving slightly? Yeah, so the, the stormtroopers, some of them are moving. So you get that idea of the of the reality of it. Like it's re, you know trying to to get you to to buy into that you're on a base and there's hundreds of stormtroopers holding you down. And the cast members do a really good job of making you feel like you were captured on this boat on this spaceship. And they really stare you down and they're very direct and they tell you where to stand and where to go. And there's another whole filing system that you go into after being in that big room. You file into another area. And was this the line? Yeah, you go down the lines and then they put you on circles that they have. And I don't know if the circles are there all the time. I think they are if this is a COVID thing. Um, but they put you on circles. So there's silver and blue and orange. And then that directs you into the prison cell. So you go inside a prison cell. So you're in a prison cell. And this is when you see Kylo Ren. Well, yeah. And, and technically, it's like if you spot the main vil vil villain, you have to be halted for a while. Or just after that, try to run away. Right. So you're stuck in a prison cell. And the resistance breaks you out of the prison cell, basically. And what's really interesting, I mean, it's a great, so you've kind of like already gone on a ride. You've already gone through two incredible waiting areas. But you, what's you really are, interesting. You've already gone for, for a lost story. It feels like you were just here once because it, it, it feels so intimidating. Right. And like I said, I don't know where that rescue ship went to because you, you enter enter the same you enter and exit through the same door so it got flipped around or moved or transported somehow some way around there and you know they do a really good job of, of covering wherever you're going to you know it doesn't go one way so it went the other way and one time you wrote it that part of the ride was actually broken so they still want to get people on the ride but you miss part of the story. So it was very confusing for the people we were with because we would come out of that room where you see Ray talking to you and Poe and Admiral Akbar on the wall kind of telling you the story and what's going on. And you get out of the room and that part of the simulation was broken. So we went through the cast member door, down a hallway, um, around a corner, we saw a bunch of parked cars. <laughs> oh, there's somebody's Honda. Oh, that kind of breaks it, huh? I know. And I'm so glad we wrote this another time, but the poor people in front of us were like, what's going on? Why is there a Honda? Revealed, yeah, I think you <laughs> broke the backstage lodges. Yeah. Kind of broke the fourth wall there, as Fiona likes to say. And so then we rounded a corner and we were on the spaceship in the room with the stormtroopers. And we're like, these poor people, they just like look at us. And we're like, there's a whole backstory. I don't know how, I don't know if, 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 if these were like these group of guests that first time went on this ride. 
Yeah, I think this was the only time these people were going to ride the ride. And, oh, we felt so bad. Because um, we're in the, you know, we get broken out of the prison cell. And that's when you actually get on the ride. Like, that's when you're getting on the ride vehicle and you're exploring the ship. So there is so much involved with just getting you to that ride vehicle and so much backstory and so much interaction with so many different um, characters from Star Wars and vehicles from Star Wars. It's, it really is amazing. Like you just can't believe everything that you've gone through just to get to this point and what you've seen. And once you're on the, the vehicle, the ride, it's, it's mind blowing because it's huge. These rooms are massive and we're talking two and three stories that you're going up and down and around and you know, you're dropping and you're on the wrong floor and people are shooting at you and you just incredible mind blowing. You know, you see, you know, there's an animatronic of Finn on there. You see Kylo Ren a couple times. You know, you, there's just blasts of air, like, you know, the starship gets blown, so there's holes. It's just crazy. It's just insane going through this whole ride. That, that, that was quite, quite the experience. And it's every part of technology that Disney's ever created and then melded into this intense, sophisticated It's just every time, thing. every time you're right, it just recycles their... They just recycled their 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 old vehicle co controlment, right? Because there's even a a moment where you're on Star Tours on it, and you're like, "What? What's going on? This is insane!" And uh, like you you're in a pod, and, and and you land, and you come out, and you're outside, back on the planet, and you see some other crash pods around you. It's just the most insane thing you've ever seen. I mean, I. I understand why it took him so long to open it. I understand why it breaks down. Um, I feel bad for those people that had to walk through the parking garage. <laughs> so bizarre. But um, yeah, it was so like the outlet door. Right. So that was the the first time we went on it was the most fluid and complete version that we saw. The second time, like I said, like the vehicle you go in to escape the planet that was down. And then the third time we went on it was just little minor glitches in the first room where a couple of the video screens weren't popping up. But you could still hear the voices. But you could see everyone looking around trying to find the face to go with the voice. So, and on the third time that we wrote it, the first time we got on the quickest, the second time was a little slower. And the third time we were actually lined up outside in those lines in the vegetation area that you think it can't possibly line up this far. So the third time we went on, it was backed up all that way. Those lines are there for a reason, but it was, it was, it was well worth the wait. I'm glad we were able to experience it. And, um, yeah, I can't recommend it enough. It, and it's not crazy, crazy. It's mild enough for younger kids to enjoy, which I think is nice. It, you know, it doesn't go upside down. So there's not like that crazy height. I think you have to be 40 inches though. Cause that seems to be, yeah, I think 40 inches is, but you know, you can get a five-year-old on there easily. 40 inches, or at least in our family. 
Well, it sounds like you guys had an exciting time going on that attraction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was pretty incredible. I don't know how they're going to top that. I mean, I'm sure they will with the rides. It looks like some of what they're trying to develop over in California for the Spider-Man ride. And then the I think they're trying to do a Black Panther ride over there, too. Those are probably Mm -hmm. be amazing and intense. And I'm assuming they'll use some of that technology that they're perfecting in star Wars land for that. Yeah. And I'm curious to see what they bring in for guardians of the galaxy roller coaster and all that kind oh, of yeah. stuff too. I'm sure they will be. Yeah. I saw the cars for the guardians of the galaxy roller coaster. That looks really exciting. I love a good roller coaster. Oh yeah. Um, but it, it sounds like just in terms of length and all the different stuff that you do, it will be hard to top that. <laughs> Yeah, I, that's exactly right. I mean, I don't know. They just, they. I think they had a lot of land to work with out in California and Florida, and they really filled it up. Some pretty exciting stuff. Now, how, so it sounds very, very centered around the current trilogy. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So you're, okay. you're seeing, it's Kylo Ren, it's Rey. Uh, I'd say probably... When we're looking at the second, between the first and second, second episodes, we're not the third, not the ninth movie. So gotcha. We're definitely centered around the eight, that time period. Now, does it seem like it's changeable at all? Oh, Lord God Almighty. I don't know. Okay. I mean, that's, it's because you've got so much building going on. I mean, you have a starship mm-hmm. that you're on. Imperial cruiser yeah. or something. Yeah. So it's yeah. an Imperial cruiser and I don't know how you go in and go, Oh, we're just going to change this. Cause. Well, I mean, it would have to be like, you'd probably keep the same locations, but do a different storyline with it. You'd have to like, you know, probably take out Kylo Ren. And I mean, that, that would be like, uh, I'm just like thinking, you know, 10, 10 years down the road. I mean, I mean, no, there, there needs to be, but you've got a Finn r- animatronic and you've got a Kylo Ren animatronic involved yeah. in this situation. You've got a BB-8. Uh, a lot of it is screened, so you know, it's very fluid. I don't... To change it would just be... Re- I can't see a them lot. doing it anytime soon because they put so well, no, no, much no. money into it. Yeah, I yeah. think that, that that's just the great effort they did. Right. And honestly, I know some people aren't thrilled with, I guess, the storyline or whatever, but I think it's, I, I don't have a huge problem with it. I mean, I like the characters they created. I like the Kylo Ren character. I like the tortured soul and trying to find his place and not knowing. And I like the Ray, the orphan child that discovers she's so much more than that, you know? Yeah. Does she, does it, does it, does, if you, I wonder if you hadn't seen the movies, if it still kind of flows and makes sense. I, I, it'd be hard not to know those characters at this point. They're so stuck in, you know, the cult, the pop culture at this point. Mm-hmm. It'd be hard to avoid knowing what's going on almost. I mean, everyone knows, you know, resistance, good, first order, bad, kind, you know, that simple right. premise. And everyone's very familiar with a stormtrooper and I, and their vehicles. So I can't see it being too terribly out in left field for anybody. Mm-hmm. 
Well, well, I, I mean, yesterday we just watched like the true first movie of Star Wars. Oh, we watched the Phantom Menace. Phantom right. Menace. We went back and watched the Phantom Menace. The kids didn't remember it, and they wanted to watch it. So there you go. It's not my favorite movie. <laughs> I mean, it's the one that feels the most childish to me. Okay. Well, there is a child in it. So yeah. That would make sense. But I think Disney does a good job of building it a story and an arc in their attractions that hooks people so well, even if they're not engrossed in that franchise, like Avatar and Pandora Land. Like, True. You know, there's so much doubt put on that like, That's just That's and, just a film that almost no one doesn't remember. Yeah, and it's such an incredible ride and story and because it's the story of flight. Everyone wants to fly. Right. I mean, yeah, that's just our human nature. And why wouldn't you want to fly over this incredible um, environment and ec- different ecology and these amazing animals? And I mean, you don't even need a story. I mean, that's what you have. Like you don't need to see the movies if, if so. Right. So if you like gunslingers being chased by people, <laughs> but <laughs> not in a super scary soul. way, you know. <laughs> So it's it, the Star Wars on a ship. You've got the stormtroopers. Do 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 do. <laughs> it's kind of. Universal. I mean, you get to go to space. Yes. You know, right. Essentially, so. Right. The technology so alone is incredible. Just trying to figure out what did I just do and how did I get here. <laughs> <laughs> and just watching yourself, you know, go off a planet and be hauled into, you know, Imperial destroyer you're like what's going on how did i get it yeah i think it's just so well done and so much action right packed into it so even the people that didn't get to go on <laughs> had to go see the honda car i still think they enjoyed their experience so <laughs> all right fiona did you want to go over some of your i think fiona had like some thoughts she wanted to get out before we closed out this episode uh, yeah f- but for anyone Who's visiting the happiest place on earth? There, there's all, there's also some, some sad moments where nothing go goes out as you planned. Okay, so let us know. Uh, okay, and I'll, and I'll, see for, for my misunderstanding, Muppet thoughts. As we, as we said, I, 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 been, been, been to bring, ma. My Bunsen and Beaker drawing, drawing Duffy's, and uh, and technically like, like you remember, they had little, I drew them little flasses just, just, just to know that they're all they're all like science material of their personnel, the but but and I was very sure the hot glue would would stay on would stay on permanently. But apparently, it's like when you knickknack a draw a drawing in a suitcase, it could, could crumble or things things could pop up, pop off. And I, I was very pop, I, I was very, I was very making sure not for the, the fall off. But I think the best looking draw, laying mine uh, of the flask might might uh, might have disappeared. Right, part of it popped off on your, your drawing. Yeah. Okay. With honey juice flask, and I was like, "No, I need to get out of this nightmare." Oh, it was. 
Yeah. It was, yeah, that sometimes you don't always share all of your ideas and plans that you're doing. And so things don't go right. So that's why we always communicate and let other people know what our plans are. So we can work on them together. Sign sign the countries on my duffies. Yeah. But obviously there was no one there. Right. So I I, I swear to myself, I will not bring my duffies again. Okay. For now. All right. Well, if they're if they're beautiful artworks. Yes, you did a beautiful job, and I don't want to see them get destroyed. Yeah, and and in my in my other thought, to, uh, yes, when the, when we said most of the stores were closed, the store that was I was willing to go in by the Freddy Show was also closed, and it's kind of buffering to know the name of the store. It's called oh, like the, the store by the Muppet 3D Vision. It's like called Backstage One. Attraction, yeah. So store. the stage one store, the backstage store. They did. They had a lot of the smaller, yeah, boutique shops closed. Sure, heard the wonderful life, life looking shop. Mm-hmm. Which almost looked fake. <laughs> yeah, and and I thought that was that was just my big journey to grow in my my merchandise because I don't right. remember being there. Right, and you wanted to see if they had like a Kermit plush or Miss Pippi pl- Miss Piggy plush or Beaker. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but son, uh, yeah, but see, and that's why I wrote I wrote Muppet plushies on my list for Christmas. <laughs> but as Uncle Derek see was seeing what was known in stock, a a pair, apparently the most recent ones they did were the. 2018 Muppet Babies pl- plush of the main gain. Right. A- and the most the most offered ones were Kermit and Miss Piggy. And so Uncle Derek received officially received them, but now I have some mad thoughts for Elias for what I for that I got them. Oh, we're not going to worry about that. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes when you ask for things for Christmas. Sometimes Fiona's list is a little abstract and not always what's available on the market. So we kind of have to find things that are comparable or fill the need. Yeah, and that's why. We, and I did a little chat. I did a little warning. That's why we all did warning chat with with the Down syndrome kid kids meeting. Oh, well, you talked about that yeah. with the other kids on your theater call. Okay. Well, good. I'm glad they talked about that. Okay. Was that it for your disappointments? Yes. Okay. So do you have any positives that you want to add? Like one or two positives? Uh, we kind of already went for the positives. We did? All right. Yeah. I just thought we'd be nice to end on a positive. <laughs> but just, we just, for, we just end up warning you guys. But I think the, I think the real positive thing is we need to deal with doing the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, yeah, we had we have being able to go on Rise of the Resistance, and that was pretty fun. Oh, we did we got to eat at the Sci-Fi Drive Through. Sci-Fi Drive Through. That was I, fun. I, I we haven't eaten there in a long time. I know. There, as we're little, we kind of we kind of get weirded out by that place for a while. Well, sometimes it's it's um, what we can get, and we were able to get into the Sci-Fi. That one was a little easier for them to set up the social distancing, so there's more availability. For that restaurant, 
well, yeah. than some of the others because we, we usually go to the 50s primetime cafe, but that was too difficult to get into. And if you've been, the reason why, if you go to the five, um, the primetime cafe is those booze are so close together and they pack you in so tightly that, you know, in a situation like this, they're going to really lose a lot of their capacity because it's pretty tight in there. Where the uh, the sci-fi drive through theater, you're sitting in cars and the cars are a little more spaced out. So that was easier for them to get more individuals in there. So I think that was a, it was a pretty good trip, huh? Yeah, I think it was right. And yeah, the sci I think yeah sci-fi restaurant was one and one of the restaurants that felt filling for me filling yes i think the food is actually really improved at the sci-fi drive-thru <laughs> there's some really good hamburgers there with a lot of different uh, variety of toppings so there you go so i was uh, yeah because i remember before i think they just had a lot of sandwiches and so it's kind of more i mean i know when you think of amusement parks or you're theme parks you think of hamburgers but there's a hamburger and then there's a hamburger you know so i think those hamburgers are a lot better and and the points where and the thoughts where you you always complain about you used to have the times where the kids are are are, are always disagreeing to do the shows like the tiki room oh yeah but that's okay that's okay if I don't see those every time. Yeah, okay but I, I mean that that's what that's what it was my thought with the sci-fi theater. Oh, okay. There you go. Where it's like a show where you have no idea what's happening. <laughs> that's for sure. All right, Ryan, are you good? Do you have any questions, or do you think we're good for now? I think I'm pretty good. All right. So I gave you just enough rise of resistance without completely ruining the whole thing for you, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you didn't ruin it. It sounds very exciting. I'm I can't wait to go on the attraction. Yeah, I kind of just wanted to give like an overview of it without like going into too many details. But I did have to talk about that that vehicle just because it was just so amazing and I still don't know what I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. All right. We good? up the show i wanted to get the um review of elias on the rise of the resistance ride i thought we should get a younger view on this ride um i was super excited to go on this ride the first time but i want to know how you felt Elias. how did you feel the first time you went on this ride the rise of resistance uh super excited because it's like the main plot and they had all the story unlike the second time that we went on it Oh, okay, so you're talking about the different experiences that we had. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because the first one was probably my best experience because it was just like, whoa, look at all this stuff. 
Why does this line last so long? So yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the line. It was a really, really long yes, like, line. Th- even though there wasn't that much people, it just like it felt like it gone forever. It was a very long walk, and there yes. was a lot involved in this. So on the outside, you saw a lot of plants and vegetation, uh, and and at the entrance too. So what did you think about the entrance to the right? Because it's very nondescript, very underwhelming. Did you like what? that about that? Okay, or? it kind of makes sense because it's a secret base. It doesn't have to be like oh, impressive, giant, evil tower. That would kind of give it away because it's supposed to be secret. Right, right. So, yeah, so that really fit in with her story, having the secret base. So I gotcha. Yeah, that just makes sense to me. Okay, and then when you enter into the base, uh, it's obviously very rocky because you're, you're, they've dug into it to create this, this cavern effect. What did you, what did you think about that? How do you think that looked? Well, I just like the effect because it just like feels like an actual secret base that they dig in. Like, doesn't feel like a fake ride to Disney movie or something like that. Like, it feels like I'm actually in a Star Wars episode. Oh, okay, cool. So you really felt that they uh, immersed you into what was going on. Yes. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about the story, the storyline to this. So luckily on our first trip, everything went as planned. And so we had a complete story. Now, were, did, you, did you really enjoy this story? Do you think it could have been improved? What did you think about the story? Uh, well, like... So let's start in the first room that you go in where there's Ray. Was that easy to follow, that storyline? Yes, easy to follow. That, it kind of reminds me of, like, the Minerva Falcon one, how it's just kind of an animation, kind of quick. Okay. At the beginning... It's so good. I, yeah. I don't think that's bad. Right. So it was a short beginning. Yes. Okay. And then what did you think about the presentation after that and going outside? Well, it felt kind of weird because it was like really different from other rides. And how like we were actually moving across the area and stuff like that and how we were going to like a separate ship. Like it was just kind of like weird and I didn't really know what was happening. It was quick. Yes, too. it was very quick. And they were constantly moving us. I thought the ride was just gonna be us like riding on the on the spaceship, to like the area. Oh, so you thought we were just gonna go to the main part yeah, right I, away? Because I thought it was gonna be like the other rides, and it's just like one like quick little explaining thing, and then just like boom, you're on the ride. Right. Yeah, and that definitely didn't happen here. You were definitely it was broken up into segments. So you had the part where you're with Ray and then you're outside and then you go into the escape shuttle. And I think this was a huge surprise, the escape shuttle. What did yes. what did you think about it? What did you see? How did it make you feel? Well, it made me Okay, it made me feel like I was actually like in this in a spaceship kind of. Like it felt more accurate than if I was like on a I don't know like a bumper car that was supposed to be a spaceship. Like, it felt like I was actually in a spaceship. And why did you feel that way? Because, like, we were, like, standing up, stuff like that. It was, like, a bunch of recording. The spaceship was moving with us. And, like, when it opened, it felt like I actually, like, gone on a space. Like, like, it felt like I actually gone on the first order spaceship. Like, it felt like I actually, like, flew somewhere. It doesn't really feel like I just, like, went through a tunnel. Right, you know right. I mean? They really transported you from 
the planet onto a space cruiser. Yes, it's felt like that. I like it. Right, and so then it opens up and you come out onto, was it the launch pad area of the yeah, Imperial like Star Cruiser? Yeah, like a bunch of stormtroopers that were right. statues. Did, <laughs> now now yeah. the, the stormtroopers, did, did you really buy into that being a bunch of stormtroopers or was it too static? Too static, like they weren't moving. Like some of them, like their head like moved an inch, but okay. I still knew they were statues. Right, okay. And what did you think about the vehicles that were up on the wall? Oh, like, those, uh, like, the TIE Fighters? Uh-huh. Those look, those look pretty similar to TIE Fighters. Yeah, did you believe that those were real ones, or did you think it, they were just models? Yeah, uh, it kind of felt like a statue, because, like, the Stormtroopers didn't look that real, so that kind of made the, the TIE Fighters not look as real as well. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then you're on the Star Cruiser and, and you're in that, that big um, launch, the bay area. So then you're, you know, go down into a corridor where you're lining up and they have you line up to go into your separate prison cells. What did you think about the cast member experience, like interacting with the guys? <laughs> I, I like it. I, because it's so cool how, like, the people are actually going into Canada. Like, they actually like the job. <laughs> Yes, some of them could be very intimidating. Yes, and then like other people can just be like, uh, you walk over there, and other ones are like, you, what, what is that technology? Are you trying to record this message? Stop it. <laughs> like, they act, like, it's kind of funny when like people pull out their phone to take a picture, like, what is that? <laughs> you, are you trying to blind me with that flash so you can escape? Huh? 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 <laughs> All right, and then you were in the prison cell. Um, and what did you think about the prison cell scene? I felt like a kind of a weird shape of a prison cell. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it was like a, uh, what do you call it? A triangle. Yeah, it had a very triangular effect, almost uh, like a trapezoid. Yeah. Because it was smaller, th- kind of smaller at the opening and larger at the end. Yeah, but like, I don't know why they picked that shape. It's. I found it kind of weird. And also, it's kind of weird how they're, like, looking down into us. Uh-huh. Into the cell? Yeah. It's interesting. Interesting option. <laughs> very, very interesting. Well, it may have even been to to suspend belief because you don't see, you're not really that close to them because it, it is just a screen with a recording. There weren't animatronics at that point. Yeah, but, like, I guess it, it, it did kind of feel, like, real hmm When, like, he used his force powers, the room was, like, shaking and stuff like that. Like, ooh. Yeah, there was a lot of interaction and a, and a lot of movement and um, yeah, really depth brought into every scene that you were in. Yeah. All right, so we don't want to, like, give the rest of the ride away. But, and what did you think about the cars that we got to sit in? I on like the ride? how they have, like, robots on there that actually, like, move their heads and it feels like they're kind of alive. They're interacting with you? Yeah, that was yeah. pretty cool. That was really cool. And what did you think about the movement? Like, was it enough movement? It, it reminded me of Mickey's and, okay, Mickey's and Minnie Runaway Railway, how it's kind of a free track and how you're, like, moving a lot and doing in circles and never really moving, like, the same and stuff like that. It was, like, doing something different. Yeah, it was a trackless system? Yeah. Yeah. 
Because I remember there's like this one bit when we had to like move for this area that that had like a bunch of obstacles and like we move forward and then we move back then we move forward again, like we move forward and back and forward. Like mm-hmm. that's just kind of interesting because you'd think you just like move forward, wait, and then move forward. Right. Right, they definitely they definitely use the trackless system to the best that they could to give you a unique experience. Yeah, it's cool. And it's sort of like when like Kylo Ren showed up. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I was like, I don't even remember what the coordinates are. Like, how am I supposed to tell you? I don't even remember the name of the planet. Like, <laughs> is there a way for you to like use your force powers to read my mind or something like that? Like. I can't give you the information you need at this point. Yes, like I don't even know. Why, why am I here? All right, so there's just one more crazy question, then I'll ask you like your overall opinion of the ride. So there's like this opinion going around that they would change the storyline to talk about the Mandalorian. Now, do you think they really need to do that, or <laughs> the, the Kylo Ren is good enough? It's, it's kind of dumb, but okay. It's like people are like, it's because of all the Mandalorian hype and how it uh-huh. ended. And people are like, oh, Star Wars is going to do something more. They're not just going to leave it there. So just have conspiracy fears because they're like a baby Yoda. Right. I, I mean, I think it's a really good uh, storyline. But, like, I, f- yeah, I think it's good. I don't think it's neat. I don't think it's going to be changed. Right. And it would be pretty difficult because we were talking about it earlier with all the animatronics and all of... Yes, you would the... literally have to change every little bit of that. Right. Like... It wouldn't make any sense. You couldn't easily switch any of that. Yeah. be a lot of work. All right. So, final, final question. The ride. How many Mickey ears are you going to give it out of one to five? Five being the most. Mm, four and a half. Four and a half. Okay, so why four and a half? Because it just felt really like... Like, I was actually in stores and stuff like that. And I like the ride in general. But a couple of the scenes didn't feel as real as the other ones. Okay. And, like, I overall really like it. But there's a couple ones that, like, won't, like, couple. Okay, there's a Okay. <laughs> I overall like it. But, like, the stormtroopers and, like, the prison cell didn't really feel as real. Okay, so that kind of that middle part before you went on the true ride vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I got you. All right. Thanks, Elias. You're welcome. Well, thank you for joining us on another episode of Diz Podopolis. And we would just like to say goodbye to all our adoring fans out there. And Fiona, do you have something to say? I just to know that we had we had to do this in a part two edition we did there was a lot to talk about wasn't there i thought it would be almost shortened you did and yet it just kept going (laughs) (laughs) just so much good stuff all right fiona you want to say good night to everybody how about how about good night to uncle Derek for it feels like for christmas i I just kind of got a little bit of something, but but pretty much almost everything on, on my list. I think you did pretty well. So you're thanking Uncle Derek for your Christmas present? Uh, yes, which are per- perfect because I, I had my my friends yeah, and my babies to, to take care of, but maybe they'll maybe they'll they'll grow up. 
Yes, so she has the she's holding up the Muppet Babies, Miss Piggy and Kermit, who, by the way, have been traveling everywhere with us. Not yet the parks. <laughs> no. Well, they went to the zoo with us. They went downtown with us. They went to church today. They have been going everywhere with us. Miss Piggy's pom pom's kind of dirty. What? <laughs> Her hair got a little dirty today because um, it was a little cold today in Texas. A little rainy, a little cold. And she gotta be, she's 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 gotta be loud if if she gets a bit tad on her. Yes, if something doesn't go Miss Piggy's way, she's very vocal about it. And yeah, and those are the the lifetimes of when you have new stuff animals. Oh, they went to school too. <laughs> oh wow, they, they have yeah. they have traveled. You, you tend to travel them, but then end up getting a little dirty. Yes, when when you travel with your plushes, they get a little dirty. Sometimes. Yeah, that'll happen. And you can reach uh, Fiona at Fiona Toad Girl on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and Twitter. And we need to get we need to keep getting getting ro- rolling with our Instagram and, and YouTube files. Well, I I've been trying to put up an Instagram picture every day. That's my goal. Yeah. Yay me. <laughs> But and, yes, you, I know you want to do some more YouTube. Yes. Yes. But there's gotcha. these stinking toy videos that won't upload yet. Because Ryan, <laughs> uh, have you? Be nice to Ryan. No, I mean, <laughs> I know I know it's probably not just Ryan's fault. It's not just Ryan's fault. I love how she phrases things. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'm just like. Uh, am I supposed to? Is there another toy video out there that I need to get up? I'm sorry. Oh, but we remember we recorded that one with the. Oh, what was those things called? The it was like the annual the annual fal- Falcon. Millennium Falcon. M- Millennium Falcon. Was there another Star Wars Lego we did? Well, I, I think that was it. All right. And I think the, there's another Star Wars Lego we did. And oh, I need to go look at that. It's the, probably my Antispotopolis somewhere. Oh my gosh, I totally the, forgot. The, <laughs> the so adorables. Right oh, and then there's the adorables one where we open the boxes okay. on the video together. So take Oh, my those. stars. I need to go look at some stuff. Yeah. Well, Fiona, you need to start sending him text messages. Keep mm-hmm. him on the ball. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh. Because that yeah. he's acting like me now, where I I don't I don't finish finish something up, but then totally forgot the information. Yes. Yep. So Ryan will take a look and see what he can do about those. You can see, like I have totally forgotten. Like that's not even on my radar. Oh, that's so funny. You got in trouble. Yeah. But you can check out um, the latest YouTube video with your beaker video that you made with dad standing in for dr bunsen honeydew yeah we mentioned that last episode i know we're mentioning it again on this episode because it's just so darn cute i love it yeah and i thought about doing it in our acting out video i think that's an excellent idea is is dad involved again i have no plans yet okay (laughs) so just the idea the mere idea of it happening is what's going on yeah all right awesome all right, Ryan, you want to say goodnight to everybody? You never know who, who I'm going to pull in into my videos. It gets super sillier. Oh, yeah, pull people in. They'll be, <laughs> that's a good thing to do. 
Well, good night to uh, my Aunt Dolores and to my mom and to all of our listeners. Thank you for tuning in. You can get a hold of me at Ryan Flint underscore EDU on Twitter. Oh, on tw- <laughs> and I'm Colleen and you can get a hold of me as Toad Girl on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, we also check out, we have a Dispodopolis Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter account that will keep you abreast of all our amazing episodes that come out and all our videos and super ting, fun stuff. You're Tink Scout. And the what, sweetie? You're Tink Scout. I am Tink Scout. Did I say that? You said Toad Girl. Oh, I said Toad Girl. I'm winning. I'm Tink Scout. There, She's you're Toad on, Girl. You're on, you're on my <laughs> side because you said I never got into princesses past the age of three. Yeah. Well, that's okay. I do have some amazing pictures of you when you were very young, around four, dressed up as every single princess. So I've got them. Well, every single princess that exists mm-hmm. existed when I was free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so no Frozen. Obviously. <laughs> or brave. <laughs> or, or princess and the frog. Or, yeah. Then, yeah. Tangled. Right. That wasn't quite there yet. Do you have any last remarks, Fiona? Oh, oh yeah. I get, oh, yeah. I, I do guy do impressions of girl impressions because everyone has been saying I have a deep voice. You do. You have a deep voice. It's okay. Some people think. The, those toddlers at the church thought that was a national and funny. Oh, you were entered. Yeah, there's two little kids. Oh, how old are they? I think they're like three and five, and she was doing the voices of Kermit and Miss Piggy for them today, and they were loving it. They thought it was the funniest thing. They also like, they're very cute. Yeah, they did say they also like me. I thought I have a deep voice because I'm a girl. Yeah, that's some okay. Do, some do, yep. some don't. Some have super high voices. I don't know. Can anyone ask me to do <laughs> princess voices? Do the princess voices? I mean, I could kind of do them in mine. Oh, you could do high voices if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's like dog level. <laughs> like the dogs Sorry. can hear that. That was so high. Oh, it's amazing. All right, everyone, stay safe out there, and we'll see you real soon. Doing voices. <laughs> now it's time for a trip around the park and a kiss goodnight.
Dispodopolis is a EFA Solutions production. All music and interviews remain the copyright of their respectful owners and are being used under the Creative Commons license law. All other content remains the copyright of EFA Solutions, LLC. This broadcast is not affiliated with Disney or any of the Disney properties, and the opinions expressed in this broadcast belong to the hosts and guests.